You know what? We can just say hello. When we were driving here, I literally was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start the episode with this. Oh wait, no, this would be funny. This would be funny. And then I sit in this chair and I'm like, blank. Who am I? What's my name? Where are we? What time is it? What day is it? It's February, right? I literally have nothing for once in my life. (laughs) How fun. How fun. Is this how you feel? Yes. (laughs) Yes, welcome to, this is what I like to call blacking out, but not from alcohol for no reason. Yeah. I don't know if this is a 30-year-old thing. I don't think so, because this happens to me anytime I feel like I'm put on the spot. My brain just blacks out. Not blackout. It should be a whiteout. It's a blankout. Because, you know, whiteout, like, literally just covers everything, because it's not that it's not there. It's just in that moment. It's just like, so it's a whiteout. It's a whiteout. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, all this Welcome to say. Welcome to our whiteout. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, uh, Taryn and I are starting a fun. Are you asking why I made that face? Yes. Because of the lo- sound? No, because I was looking at the, the clock and it had said seven seconds. And I was like, wait, did we say all of that in seven seconds? Okay. Way to call out like, Michaela. How fast am I talking right now? Because <laughs> there's been are times. Are you high? 
<laughs> There's been times where I've listened back and I'm like, not nothing's as bad as that one episode where we had two energy drinks. Right. But we I've been like, again. Taryn, you sound like you're on crack. Like, chill out. Slow yeah. down. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why I made that face because I was like. You're, you're as, as, as most of you guys know, Taryn has red hair. Yeah. And your red hair against the green sweater giving Christmas it's giving Christmas you know what's funny is I used to I used to avoid wearing green or any type of red because in my mind it would be clashing Mm -hmm. but anytime I wear green or red I get complimented the most I there was a girl in my high school in my class who literally looked like Ariel like classic Ariel like she had very pale skin freckles and just the brightest red hair and that's just her whole family was like that and so she when we were um we were like picking class colors or whatever and she like wouldn't wear green yeah and she like made a a fuss about it and I remember being like don't they compliment each other and she was like I just look like Christmas and I was like well yeah but like in a great way (laughs) like I love Christmas so like well I feel like if my hair was like more of like a, a red red, like right. a maroon red or something, it'd look different. But since it's kind of orangey, I feel like they I think just it go. works great. It's almost like fall. I it's love very, it. Like, fall vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like it makes your hair look great. It just makes the color pop. It's all good things. Thanks, Ash. Yeah. Actually, okay, that reminded me of something. So I wonder, I can't be the only one that struggles with this. When you're complimented, like when someone compliments something that's external of you, so not like, oh, you have really beautiful eyes or something like that. If they're like, oh my God, your I love bag, your outfit, your, your back. Yeah, do you, I get so uncomfortable and I feel the need to like tell them where it's from. I think it's imperative. It's almost necessary. In my opinion, when they say something's cute, they're also wondering where it's from. That's what I think. I've always said, oh my God, thank you. It's from blank. But then do you ever get followed like, by like awkward glares where they're just like, okay, like I didn't ask. I was just giving you a compliment because I feel like you get that. Yeah. Like today um, I was getting a coffee and she was like, I'm digging the green. So then I, of course, was like, oh, my gosh, uh, Target men's section. That's where it's at. And she was just kind of like, okay, and like left. I think that's a her thing. Okay. I think in general, if anyone, literally anyone is like, hey, I like. I'm digging the green. Any, the appropriate response is, thank you so much. It's from Target. Okay. See, I feel like not alone. Mandy and Michaela, do you guys do that too? Or do you just take the compliment? You just take it. Mm. You too, Michaela? If you say like it's cute. I feel like if I said, oh my God, Taryn, I love your shirt. And Taryn said, just thank you. My follow-up question would be, where is it from? Okay. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, should I wait for them to ask a follow-up question? You can, but I think it's also like, an, it's an obvious understood like follow-up of being, this is where it's from in case yeah, you're wondering. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, I just overthink stuff like that because I'm like, I can't, I suck at taking compliments in general. You know what I do now that I'm thinking about it, if we want to like dive in just a little bit deeper, if it's a nice brand, I won't say where it's from. I'll just say thank you if it's like expensive. 
Interesting. If I feel like people that, th- that are like, oh, I, I love this and you can't tell where it's from and it's kind of cheap or, or I got it on sale or whatever. That's where I want to like divulge hmm. this like fantastic information. It's from Target men's section. I would have never guessed to, to look there. So I, I'm going to let you know that. So next time you're in Target men's, you can look there. Yeah. But if it's like Prada, I'll just be like, oh, thank you. That makes you sense, know? though, for you, because we've talked about th- about this on previous episodes but you really struggle with like, you're not, you're not a very like out loud flexor when it comes to like I spent a lot of money on this. No, like even on dates, remember like your dates, yeah. you used to be so Actually, weird about yeah. like I'm not gonna wear my Prada purse because I don't want them to think I'm like bougie. Yeah, well, I was also dating men that didn't support, make me feel. Yeah, which <laughs> I was like, um, honey, we never dim ourselves <laughs> yes, for ma'am. you know, um. But that so that makes sense to me. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating. But also, I think it could be perceived as if I was to say, like, let's say I'm wearing this like sick Prada jacket and it doesn't scream Prada. And someone's like, oh, my God, I love your jacket. I wouldn't want to be like, thanks. It's Prada. That sounds. Yeah, it does sound. It does sound a little stupid. more. Oh, sorry. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So like, if someone's like, "I like your ring," and I'm like, "Oh, it's Cartier." Yeah. Like, everyone's yeah. Like, like everyone's up. gonna be like, "Yeah, thanks." You know, sure it is. Go <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but like, if it's, it's so, anyways, all that to say, in summation, I think when it's like a cool deal or a cool find or a rare find, like it's it's like you want to like yeah divulge. You want to tell them, let them in on the scoop. Yeah, one step further. If someone's like, "I'm digging this fit." Do you literally break down where everything's from or do you just say See, thank that's, you? That's way too long for me. And that I feel like is like I'm digging like your outfit, which I'm like, oh, well, I put this together. This is my style. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I, I think if it's one thing, it's easy to just be like, oh, it's from Target. Yeah. Right? That's where yeah. your shirt's from. That's an easy thing. Mm-hmm. If they love the whole fit, I'm not about to. And they're a stranger. I'm assuming all of this is via yeah, yeah, a stranger. Yeah. I'm not going to break down my whole You're entire fit. OOTD. Yeah, unless I'm at an event where I don't have a plus one and I need something to say and I can tell <laughs> that they also need something to say, then I will start that conversation because oh, it's, tough. it's tough being out there without yeah. a plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real things. I Do we want to shout out our holiday drink taste test? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny cuz we actually did this in a video of Ashley's. We went around it was in a video, right? Yeah, it was for my it vlogmas. Was one video, we went around and tried like holiday drinks from like all the fast food places and coffee places near us. Yeah, um, we did like Chick Fil A, we did Starbucks, we did yeah. Jack in the Box. I Dude, think we did and Wiener Schnitzel. I'm pretty sure Wiener Schnitzel won. I'm pretty sure there was a, a peppermint something. Yeah, it was, and it like was a peppermint incredible. shake. It was so good. Um, so we started that today. We did um, Jack, Jack in the Box, Box. which will be. Soon, yes. are you? Are it's already up? It's already up by the yes, time you're hearing it's up this. By the time, uh, but yeah, it's been funny. I just feel like our dynamic is funny in general, and I feel like it's funny because people will be like, "Oh, I love watching you two together," and it's very much like that's how we interact with each other. Yeah. We're either dead silence and like super boring, or like we're like slap happy, like goofy. Yeah. Also, the the funniest thing happened while we were doing yeah. this, which if you guys are. Listening to this episode and you haven't seen the specifically the Jack in the Box drink taste mm-hmm. test challenge, then you should check that out first. 
We were trying to find places that were doing holiday drinks. So we looked up, up a bunch of them and Jack in the Box specifically had a Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie shake. And I said yes to that because I love, love, Thin love Girl Scout Thin Mints. So we go, I'm driving and I pull up to the to the thing and she's like, what can I get you? And I was like, hi, can I have two Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie shakes, please? And she goes, we don't have those. <laughs> and I was like, well, what? What? And she goes, what shake? And I was like, the Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie shake. And she goes, the cookie shake? And I replied, the Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie shake. No, we no, we don't have those. She's like, we don't have Girl Scout. We don't have anything Girl Scout. And my response is, are you sure? <laughs> Ah, it's so funny too because Ashley's staring at the freaking like four foot poster yeah. that says Girl Scout Thin, <laughs> Thin Mint Cookie, cookie shake. shake. And so she and I'm just watching Ash Ashley gets hella flustered yeah. by stuff like that. Whereas like I probably the first time she repeated it and I'm like, oh, I can tell she doesn't say it. I would have probably been like, oh, like I'm looking at a sign. It's showing that you guys have a new, like explain it. But Ashley's was like, are you sure? The sign says it does. Well, first of all, I don't think I said it like that. But that's how your inside was feeling. But inside, I was like, ma'am. And then she said cookie shake. And I was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. So I was like, are you sure? And she goes, yeah, we don't have that. And I was like, well, you have a sign right here. The sign says you do. That says you do. And then she gets kind of quiet and she goes, the Thin Mint Shake? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That's that's exactly, obviously what I was saying. Yes, I. you didn't. She had it written down apparently <laughs> as Thin Mint. The, the sign said Girl Scout Thin Mint. Someone and somehow didn't that didn't, yeah. that, that didn't. It was you know. it was a great time. I'm it was sure hilarious. We'll, I'm sure we'll post like the yeah. Bloopers. We are definitely going to be posting that because it was the funniest thing that's ever happened. And my brain just doesn't work that fast because I was like, what? Well, what do you mean? She was so flustered. What What do you mean? The way you looked at me after, you were just like, so just like, I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. But then I ordered curly fries and I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> what won't curly fries fix? Honestly. Get me a list. superior fry. Yeah. If we are to continue any kind of taste test things. Yeah. Post holidays. Should we do a curly fries. curly fry? Or I think just fries. fries in general. But curly fries. I already better. have my ranking. Yeah, but who sells curly fries? Literally Jack in the crack. Only Jack. That's why. That's when I want fries, like I want curly fries. Yeah. By the way, did you also have like names for all the fast food places? Like, because we used to say Jack in the crack, Taco Hell. Oh, <laughs> yes. I can't remember um, any other ones though. McDonald's. It's just McDonald's. <laughs> I was going to say like Mickey we D's. never. It was Mickey D's. Well, Mickey D's is like, like it was like funny, like twists on the names to be like, I don't think so. Taco hell, you know. We never defiled the name of Del Taco because Del Taco is superior. Or in and out No, of course not. Blasphemy. Uh, you know what? I, I thought we were on the same page, but I don't think we were. Okay. I don't think we were. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> in, in, in other news, we still have merch available on our website. Uh-huh. We have a super, super, super cast, superscription, <laughs> a super cast subscription. <laughs> we have... I still can't say it straight. These are my favorite moments when I I see you flopping in the water like this. 
And you look at me like, help. And I just sit back like. (laughs) Dude, this chair is going to be the death of me. Okay, we need to backtrack. We need to backtrack. When we first walked into the studio, Terrence sat down. Actually, not everything needs to be explained. Uh, No, but we need to tell the people that are listening about the chair. Yeah, my chair flops. (laughs) Her chair falls backwards (laughs) backwards <laughs> extremely very easily anyways, anyways wow. taryn just fell we're fine we're bouncing back bouncing we're centering back. we're, we're se- grounding centering and we're starting okay. again all we right. have a supercast subscription <laughs> that yeah. you should subscribe to yeah. where all of your short stories your like little little quick questions here and there are being answered so definitely check that out um and i think that's it yeah You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Any freaking who. Let's just, like, get into I think we need to stop having the freedom to say whatever we want. Yeah, someone needs to cut us off. Oh, we should get a timer. For what? It'd be so fun to be, like, free time timer. We have a timer. No, well, I guess that kind of Those counts. numbers are the actual size I mean, of like my head. bells being like, you're done. <laughs> Anyways, should we get into the tearing it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely, because today's tearing it up is from yours truly. <gasps> Oh, is this the one you said you want? You started to tell me, and then you said, "Never mind." Yeah. I hate when you do that. By the way, um, well, I've been trying to get better at not telling you all my great stories up front yeah. and keeping them for the podcast. Because even if we tried to like re get your raw reactions and like fake it, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. So, yeah, I this happened a few weeks ago to me. Okay. <laughs> to me, <laughs> I did this a few weeks ago. Uh oh, and I was mortified mortified I have this has never happened to me before I was mortified and I wanted to tell Taryn and I held out so that I could tell her on the podcast so uh two weeks ago my manager got married in Temecula Uh and so we all go down there and we spend a couple days in wine country celebrating her it's the day of the wedding everyone looks fantastic it was black tie so everyone's like top tier outfits looking great she looks great the wedding's beautiful it's emotional like everyone's sobbing it's so so good and then it's finally the after party and she comes out like does her like her like in her big dress she looks so pretty we all like chat with her and she's meeting all her guests and then we all go sit down and have dinner and then she comes out after her like first dance she comes out in this really cool short 
dress with this long train, but it's a short dress. It's a cocktail and dress. And she had like Nikes on. It was really yes, cute. She yeah. had, she's, a, she's a sneaker girl through and through, loves basketball and loves her Jordans. So she comes out in these blue Jordans with a short skirt to show off the Jordans and then has this train that is beautiful and it's super, super long. So um, one of the things that starts happening after dinner is everyone kind of goes outside and like takes photos with the bride and groom on this couch. They have this beautiful like velvet couch outside on the grass and everyone's taking turns. She looks so good. She looks so good. Mm -hmm. And I um, am sitting there. We've all had drinks. We've all had dinner. I'm sipping wine now. Like I just switched over to wine because we were having wine at dinner and um at the very last second, wasn't planning on it. I was standing there with my boyfriend, TK, and these other people. And we were chatting with them. And they were like, Ashley, get in. So I'm like, okay. With the wine in my hand. You did not, Ashley Nicole. I, go, I sit down next to her. It's just me, her, and TK on the couch. It was very quick. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. So I sit down really quickly. And the photo turns out so great. And then all of us go, yay. And... um. My manager drops her arm, hits my arm, the arm that was holding the red wine, because I'm a Cabernet girl through and through, <laughs> and I spill it all over her dress, specifically the train. Why? And it's all, I have, I have live footage of this, and it's hilarious, so we will be posting it for your guys' enjoyment, but I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Why did you go in with the glass? No clue. I literally apologized to her profusely in person. We had to take the train off and like get rid of it. Um, luckily, we were all pleasantly drunk by this time. So it was like, roll with it. But yeah. I literally like I could felt myself myself no. starting to cry because I well, I like convinced myself that I was sloppy drunk. Oh, uh, I could see. I could see. I was like, I, it's not an accident. Like, it's because I'm a mess. Yes. I could see that. I immediately like I like assess the situation I was like you just spilled red wine on the bride you must be a mess so then I that's I like literally, a movie I like look at Jack I like afterwards like she's t continuing to take photos because they took the train off and she looks fine luckily it just got on the train um and I, I look at Jackson and I'm like am I really drunk right now and he goes no and I'm like I have to be really drunk like I would have never done that and so then I go <laughs> to Alicia later and she's like having fun and I'm like I spilled wine on Abigail and she's like you did not and I was like I don't know how it happened and I was like she was like it's okay Abigail's such a chill bride and I was like am I sloppy yeah <laughs> I'm like borderline crying Aww. and she's like no 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 I swear you're not and I'm like I must be. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I all of you are have talking to about. be yeah. because how else could this have happened? Aww. So I ended up texting her this text like, the next day where I was like, Abigail, or I sent her the photo because we literally have live photos of me spilling the wine on her. And I sent her the live and I was like, not the live. And I was like, I am so, so sorry that I even brought red wine near you. Like, I'm, I can't believe I did that. And she was like, oh my God, you're so fine. But it was in slow motion. Everyone saw it and yeah. it was bad. So I'm so sorry. I offered to wash her train for her. <laughs> she didn't take me up on that. <laughs> Oof, that's oh, it was rough. so bad. That's it was, literally the second rough. it happened, we were all just like, yeah. Well, oops. Yeah. It is. Yep. So that's Dang. my tearing that it up. That is a tearing it up. Yeah. Good job, Ash. And I, oh, I do want to show you. I was gonna I say want your I reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. 
It's a it's a live photo, so it like it's holds down. It's a live down. photo, yeah. Okay, that's the live photo. Just hold it, and you'll you will see the. Aftermath. I can't believe you went on a couch with wine. I literally went on the couch, sat next to the bride. Dude, and her train is literally spread like directly yeah. in front of you. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you guys continue to take photos after? Yeah. They were like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And then they smile, and I'm literally sitting there. My face is so red. <laughs> and I'm trying to force a smile. It's not a cute smile. I'm like dying inside because I'm like, I can't believe that just happened. Oh my gosh. And she's just trying to be like, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine, but it's you're fine. Like, I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it's dude, literally, it's the worst. Brutal. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh Anyways. my gosh. I'm glad you've recovered. Rule of thumb it happened. Doesn't matter how sloppy you are. Don't drink red wine at the We're wedding. Sober. Just don't. Just don't. Don't. Don't go near people. Don't do red. Drink like, it at the table. If that's you're at it. the table, fine. But even then, maybe. It's just, it's such a risk. It's such a big risk. Dude. <laughs> I've never, guys. I still seem like you're struggling. so embarrassed. And I'm done now. Are you so, okay? Yes. Have no. we recovered? No. Okay, <laughs> Well, now we can laugh about now it. We, yeah, now no. we can laugh about it. Now we can laugh. Luckily, she it was the chillest bride and the most beautiful bride. And um, what if you got an email like next week that was yeah. like, "I'm so sorry, or I got a we're Venmo choosing request." <laughs> no, them choosing like yeah. we're choosing to go a different direction. We you just get don't dropped. believe that we see eye to eye anymore, and we're gonna have to uh, send well, you on your way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. Dear God. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our first story. Let's. This one is titled How to Stop Being a Chameleon. Ooh. Yeah. Great title. I know. Um, I opened the inbox and that was like the first thing I saw as I was like going into the other folders. Oh, and it just like caught me. Oh, I love caught when that happens. Okay. Hello, Ashley and Taryn. I would like to remain anonymous, please. Some things about me first. I'm 17 from Minnesota and I'm an Enneagram 4 wing 5. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're a great time. Anyone writing in. Artsy. We want to know your name, your age, where you're from. Yeah. And if possible, your personality type. Doesn't have to be Enneagram, but like just give us a, a yeah. little glimpse into yeah. your soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, I absolutely love you too. I've been listening since eighth grade. Oh. oh. I know. Eighth grade. You know what? I feel like children can listen to us. Absolutely. We're, we're we try to we're wholesome. We try to not make content that would exclude anyone. We are family friendly. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. Um, four years later, I'm about to graduate high school and still listening. Day oh oneers, let's go. You ladies have been playing as I get ready for school literally every Monday for my whole high school career. Whoa. I am forever wow. thankful for your insightful advice as well as the much needed laughs and sisterhood. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Every time I read these beginning parts, I'm like, should we change our um, our bio? <laughs> oh, to what? Just because like they say such beautifully oh. written things about us. I'm like, should that be our bio? Yes, probably. Yeah. Copy. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into my dilemma. When I was little, I was known for my unique and goofy personality. I was outspoken and loud and made new friends fairly easily. That suddenly changed when I was about 11 or 12. I still don't know exactly why, but I turned into a complete introvert. I clung to the friends I had and never spoke to other people without being spoken to first. I still had my usual personality with friends and family, but just couldn't be even a little bit myself around strangers or even acquaintances. Mm. 
This has not changed. I find myself molding myself into the most bland version of myself whenever I'm in an unfamiliar environment. Or I am what my therapist calls a chameleon and my personality completely shifts to match the people around me. I know most people's personalities shift a little based on who they're with, but I feel like I do it to an extreme degree. I hate myself for being so awkward and overthink every single interaction I have, so I avoid social gatherings of all kinds. This social anxiety has especially affected me since I've had a very messy and heartbreaking friendship breakup with the whole entire friend group I've had since kindergarten last year. I have since reconnected with one of the girls in the group, but it's hard to talk to her at school because she is always with other friends who definitely don't want me around. This has left me almost completely friendless. I say that I'm okay with being alone because I usually am, but sometimes even introverts get lonely. It's my senior year and I haven't participated in any school events, which I'm okay with right now, but I feel like I might regret later. I am also part-time PSEO, which means I am taking online college classes in high school. So I am only actually at high school one hour a day, which makes it harder to be involved. This whole year, I have just been hanging out with my sisters, who I love and I'm super close with, but they're all moving out and getting married, so they are coming around less and less. After some thinking and time with my therapist, I think my social anxiety and chameleon habits are a result of my fear of rejection. I am so scared that people won't like me that I don't let them see me at all in the first place. Sort of a layer of protection so I don't get hurt. But even after recognizing this, I still can't bring myself to come out of my shell. I know this might sound dramatic, but sometimes I just feel like there's something wrong with me or like I'm defective somehow. I haven't made a new friend since elementary school, which makes me feel so pathetic. I'm tired of being known as the quiet one at every place I work and in every classroom. I just want the old me back. I guess what I want to know is this. How can I find ways to be myself around new people? How do I make new friends? And most of all, how do I get over my fear of rejection and let people in? I'll be going to college next year, which I hope will be a new, the new start I need. But I want to work on this now so I can get through the rest of the year and better equip myself for next year. I appreciate all the advice you wise ladies can give me. And even if you don't read this, it still felt good to write out how I've been feeling. But if you read this on the pod, my sister and I will absolutely die. Sorry if this was rambly and long. Love you both immensely. XOXO Anonymous. Wow. I want to hug you so badly. That's so tough. I know. This is really hard. That's such a bummer situation. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we don't know what happened with the friend group or why that happened, yeah. but I can attest well, that happens. Like, yeah. The friendship breakups, the friends that come in seasons of being there and seasons of not being there. That's just life, unfortunately. And I'm so sorry for you to be going through that season currently. Um. All I can say that I feel like could hopefully make you a little bit better is, especially at that age, I was in the exact same position. Like, I was kind of a loner in high school. I didn't have a big friend group. I had my small group of friends. And especially my senior year, because a lot of my my best friend was a year older than me. So my senior year when she was gone, there were multiple lunches where I didn't know who to sit with. And if my, my one, like, really close friend, Jasmine, wasn't there, then I didn't know what to do. So yeah. I would, like, kind of wander around. And I never really knew... Or it felt like I had a place in high school. I always knew that 
I didn't love high school and I didn't enjoy high school. And I always knew like once I got out of here, I was going to go make friends elsewhere. And that was like my life goal was to like go find new people to become friends with. And I remember going to my first job and people getting annoyed with me for saying sorry. Yeah. Because I was the quiet one and didn't like divulge anything about myself or my life really. And she, I remember one of the girls there, her name was Maria. She was just like, God, stop saying sorry. And I was like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and like, I remember like, oh, what, the second she said that, I was like, damn, like I can't say anything else other than sorry just because I'm trying to like not take up a space, not draw attention to myself. And I, I was with a lot of outgoing people and I didn't know how to fit in. Yeah. And from that moment forward, I like tried to stop saying sorry. I tried to start like saying hi loudly so that people would see me. And like make it more, I'm not trying to like have big conversations, but I wanted to be there and I wanted yeah. to like be obviously there. And I started kind of, I feel like using that to kind of propel me forward. And anytime I would be offered a party or a hang or whatever, I would make myself say yes. Yeah. yeah. Just because I knew I needed people in my life other than the people that I had because I didn't have that many. And I feel like because of that, I got a lot of good friendships out of that. And then after that, activities. I yeah. feel like I feel, I feel like it gets harder when you grow up and and trying to find friends to connect with. It's it's tough to be like, "Hi, I'm looking for friends." Specifically, yeah. you know. Um I think places um places like the gym, places like church, places um hobbies, coffee shops, like there's always like live events happening here or the OKSIS podcast. Oh, yeah. Um one of them has uh, the app called the Camber app and it's like local things happening locally around you. That's how you go meet people. And I highly suggest you do all of those things. Yeah. And I think too, and like, I know me and Ash always joke about how different our high school experiences were, but I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like hopefully it'll make you feel some like solidarity and like, I was on the outside, like had tons of friends, was super involved, was like with the popular group. And I even struggled with, especially like the chameleon part. Like I felt myself starting to grow in different ways than my group of friends that I had had since kindergarten as well. That's normal. And yeah. And I, and I remember feeling very like isolated and alone in that. Um, And I struggled too with just like, knowing who I was like I feel like that's part of what high school is absolutely what's unfortunate is most people go through that big shift of breaking apart from friend groups after high school graduation so you had to go through it at like the worst time because like now you have like a full year left Mm -hmm. with those people still around like you don't like school is the only thing that puts you in those situations like nowadays like if I have a friendship breakup like if me and Ash stop being friends I could never see her again if like if you wanted to if I wanted to because our our lives are different like I mean, obviously we have the podcast, but you know what I mean? Like this is, this is a very like never going to happen scenario, I'd but go, I'd go solo. I'd go solo. <laughs> Dang, just rival podcast. That'd be epic. It'd be a, a race to the finish to who I'd be gets like, the title unsolicited. What are our view counts? <laughs> the only time I'd actually look. Yeah. Um, There's a tear through our artwork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. But I think that it's a very natural thing you're going towards. This does sound like it's to the point where it's like debilitating. So I'm really glad that you're in therapy and you're working on that. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, what drastically changed my life and turned me into the person that I am now um, was finding a new group of friends. Mm -hmm. And it was that feeling of I can step into this group and be whoever I want to be. Like Mm -hmm. I can be loud. I can be quiet. I can be whatever I want to be. And so when I found a new group of friends, um, and that was through just like this girl in choir that I had known since junior high, but we didn't really like each other, just was like, hey, her and her best friend talked and were like, hey, Taryn's kind of cool. We should be friends with her. And then they literally just were like, hey, do you want to come over and hang out? And I was just like, okay. And like went and that was it. And that's kind of what Ash was saying. Like, you just have to be open. Like, you have to be open to saying yes to things, to um, to just approaching new situations. And I think what's going to help you is if you're so worried about like the worst thing that can happen is someone thinks you're dumb. If you can develop a perspective that says, and, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. okay. Like realizing the power that other people have over you is something that you hand out. Yeah. So if I, the second I chose to take that back and be like, I don't care what you think about me to the people who were like a negative voice in my life, that was when I soared and became as, confident and outgoing as I am now today Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something that is a very internal battle and it's something that takes time and practice and it's something that also doesn't come naturally like it's it's a lot of practice it's a lot of saying yes and going to things where you're dying the whole time you get in your car and you're crying because it was like so overwhelming Mm -hmm. but you did it like you walked up to that girl and we're like hey can I sit with you yeah and talk even if that meant like she had her back to you the whole time and you were just sitting there on your phone like that was a step and I think the more in life we take steps to go towards something that we know we deserve Mm -hmm. I swear that does something within you that tells you like 
yeah, I am worth it. Oh, like 100%. I'm working hard for myself. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. I remember going to parties that, and I would be so anxious for the whole day leading up to the party. And then I'd get there and people would talk to me and I, the just blubberish words would come out and I'd be yeah. like, what did I even say? And then I'd spend the whole rest of the night thinking about that stupid blob of words that came out of my mouth. That wasn't a real answer. And then I'd be overanalyzing that. But like I went. Mm-hmm. And that made me because I went like going the next time was just the tiniest bit easier. And even today, like I talk about this, obviously being like out of high school and going into college, which, again, is an excellent time for finding new friends. But even in this um, even in my relationship, when I was like going to meet his friends and going to these big parties, he has a very big friend group. I felt the same insecurities come out that I felt in high school. Yeah. And it's so weird how I am 33 now. I guess this is last year. So 32, doesn't matter, 30s. And um, I would, I would, people would start asking me questions or, I, or I'd go up to talk to someone or I'd go to the girl group. I remember specifically walking up to the, all the guys went outside and I was like, can I come with you? Because <laughs> I was like, don't leave me. And I like turned around and all the girls were in the kitchen and I was like, here we go. So I like go up there and I'm like, hey. And I was not my talkative self. I I was very shy. I was very quiet. But I was like forcing myself to have those conversations. And it was so weird how I was struggling with the exact same mm-hmm. fears and insecurities that I was in high school. And and that was so good for me to go and just be like, they don't know you. Like you have to like yeah. bring yourself into the conversation. You have to bring yourself to these parties. And that's just a small glimpse of of what life will always be like when you're yeah. going into new situations, when you're challenging yourself in that way. Or like when I started dating again after COVID and making myself go and I knew that I was awkward. I didn't know how to hold a conversation yeah. anymore and I was rusty and it was okay to be rusty. But like going on those dates being like, this is good for you. Like yeah. you are, you're doing this so that you can like find someone, you know, like this is all for you. Yeah, it, it was all for me and it was all for the betterment of me. So I feel like if you change your perspective about it and be like, you deserve good friends. Yeah. Go to the damn party. If it sucks, you can leave early, but at least show up and take a look around. And if there's someone cool there, you might walk away with the best friend, you know? Yeah. That's such and a huge win. I, no, for sure. And I think, too, like I would like practice things you can say, questions you can ask, like, um, you know, if you're if you're like, I'm going to approach this one specific girl today at school, look over Instagram, see what kind of thing she's into. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with like prepping yourself in ways that like research. you're not familiar with. And then another thing I would suggest, and I've been this for a lot of friends, because I think like I do, I think because I'm so like raw about who I am, I think it creates relationships with people where they can be super raw too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I see like, a side of you not a lot of people see because like from early in our friendship, I was very much like, okay, well here's everything about me. Yeah. And then you slowly were like, well, here's like, <laughs> I think this way. It's so like, funny I you say that because my parents' number one fight, my dad says when they first started dating or when they first got married was they would go hang out with friends. They'd leave, they'd get in the car and my mom would look at him and be like, are you okay? You seem like you're in a bad mood. And his response every time was be like did you have to tell them our entire life story oh. <laughs> i'm so my dad and you were so yeah. my mom oh yeah 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 but i don't embarrass you like that <laughs> do i no i'm just oh I was it's like, the same it's the same thing where yeah you have no filter you don't I have care. no filter yeah, yeah you yeah. don't care in any way 
how you how people might perceive you when you're sharing your life. Yeah. Where yeah. I am just like, you don't deserve to perceive Word. me yeah, in yeah, any yeah. way yeah. until yeah. I know your background. Yeah. <laughs> I want a full background check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bring this up in ways of like, I I know like when Ash moved, she was kind of nervous. There were a lot of times like you would ask me to come with you to things. And I've had other friends too that are like, hey, can you come with me? Because they felt comfortable around me and they knew I brought out that side in them. Yeah. So so you're, if you are able to be your fun, goofy, open self with your sister, have your sister come to some things with you yeah. and like be open and outgoing and she can be that bridge until you start to feel comfortable to bring it out on your own. Like, yeah, I, I think there's ways that we can look at what our skill sets are and figure out ways that we can like bridge those gaps so that we can build up the courage to like, Grow. I love that. Having a wing man or a wing woman doesn't only involve dating. Like yeah. it's it can be for any situation. I've brought Taryn to as a plus one to weddings because mm -hmm. I didn't have a date. I was super single and I was like, I'm not going by myself. And I'd much rather have fun with her. I don't know all these people like me and her can go like drink and dance on the dance floor and have a blast and, and not be worried about that. We also would go up to groups of people and yeah. talk and like if you were by yourself, yeah. you would have probably been really quiet in those scenarios but yeah. because we were there like I would feel silence then you would come out or I would like ask you yeah questions and you'd start saying so, so it's like I think it's there's something about having your person that's there with you that helps you to like the trajectory of like okay I'm coming out as like who I am you know it's so much better and I mean obviously now I would always bring a plus to almost every yeah, party yeah, yeah. every single thing um, and obviously these, your sister, Taryn, like your wing person is going to bring the best out of you. So even if the party sucks and you do something embarrassing and it's completely awkward, you can make eye contact with them and laugh about it. And at yeah. least, at least that's hilarious. And you can laugh about it later. You know, yeah. I love that. I love the wing woman tip. A hundred percent. Bring your sister. I do think though, the more that you isolate yourself, the more you're going to feel disconnected. Yeah. So I, I think you your situation sounds really freaking complicated because of the only an hour a day at school. Yeah. Like I don't know anyone that's gonna feel connected with a school if they're only there an hour a day. So I feel like you either need to like go above and beyond to like go to activities to like go to school more often if you can, or it might just be accepting like, hey, I'm just not connected in school. But then you need to find another group. So whether yeah. that's going to like a local yoga studio that you're like meeting people there or a church group or coffee and you're connecting with the people that work there something like yeah. work on those connections because you don't want to just be like oh well in college it'll be different but you haven't done anything to like start to prepare yourself yeah. to like use those skills that are there they're just buried when you're in public yeah, so i can't i guys i can't push the gym enough it doesn't matter how if, if you call yourself a gym person or not you could go to any workout class, any gym, and even just stretch. And you will find a girl there and you'll just be like, oh, what are you listening to? You know, you can you can yeah. easily make friends at the gym. It's so easy. At workout classes, it's so easy. So I, I really recommend doing that. I feel like I've always had some kind of friendship throughout yeah. my life because of that. No, for sure. All this to say, Anonymous, you got this. Yeah, you Hang do. in there. I swear, like... Those are just rough years, but it, it does get better. But you have to choose to want it and you do have to change the way you talk. Like, so what? Yeah. Honestly, like, 
who freaking cares? Like if people judge me for stuff, like at the end of the day, they leave and they immediately start thinking about themselves or their lives. Mm-hmm. I leave and I'm the one that's stuck with me. So as yes. long as like you you love yourself and you love your personality and who you are, it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. So you've got to like change that narrative. And when you say it in your mind, like when you're like, oh, they're going to think I'm dumb. Make sure you in your mind too follow up with who cares? Like, yeah. Who cares? Like, who cares? Like, yeah. have that be like a mantra in your head because mm-hmm. you got to shift that or else it's going to be same thing. Maybe your motto for 2024. Who, who cares? cares? Get a tattoo. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Anyways, we love you. All right. Let's get into mine. This one is titled, Am I an Overthinker? Probably, honestly. Huge possibility. Yeah. If you're asking that, for sure. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ladies, I hope things are good and you're having a great week. I would like to just thank you both for all of the work that you have put into this podcast. It has truly helped me in so many ways. It gives me the ability to receive advice without worrying about being judged. And it's comforting to know that I'm not the only one who's confused about relationships and life in general. This is my first time writing in. However, the number of stories I've been able to relate to has meant I've received advice from both of you many, many times before. (laughs) What's crazy about this being my first time I've written in is that I've been listening to your podcast since day one and I've thought about writing it before. I guess I finally got the guts to ask for your advice. I'd like to say anonymous, but you guys can know my name. It's bleep it, Michaela. Please. Please. So sorry. So sorry. (laughs) I'm on a roll. (laughs) Bleep it, Michaela. (laughs) All right. So to begin, I guess I'll start with the fact that I just recently turned 19 and I'm an Enneagram 9 wing one and have fairly bad anxiety. If you don't know about the Enneagram, the Enneagram 9 is the peacemaker who can perceive all people's sides. So has trouble choosing sides. They also are very um, anti-confrontation, don't know how to stand up for themselves necessarily, or at least vocally. They'll, they'll do what they want, but they won't necessarily like voice that opinion. Um, and yeah, that's a little glimpse into the nine, AKA me. They're the worst. Back into you. She continues. Um, I finished high school two years ago and then went on to university where I did get a year in the arts. After my year, I realized I wanted to switch programs, but I am still not entirely sure what I want to switch into. Eventually, I decided that I would take a gap year, work, and travel a bit to help improve my independence and confidence. Literally, this girl is me. That's exactly what happened to me. That's so funny. It turned out a good friend of mine was planning on backpacking around Europe a few, for a few months, so I reached out and decided to join her. Last week, I got back from a month spent running around, taking buses and trains from hostels to hostels in six European countries. The whole trip was incredible, and I can confidently say that I was able to drastically improve my independence and confidence. And we met the most incredible people and had the best time. Now, here's the second part to this story. I have a boyfriend who we can call Ben. He and I have been together since high school. We met through mutual friends, and now have been dating for almost exactly a year and a half. He's really amazing and super sweet. He gets along with my family so well. My brother looks up to him, and my parents love him. However, Ben is in a very, very intense university program and also plays university sports, so he's extremely busy. And while he does that, I've been off in Europe where my biggest issue is what type of pizza do I want for dinner tonight, lol. For the past two months, I'd say I've been feeling 
I guess, out of sync with him. I find, although we've never fought, we aren't as in tune with each other as we used to be. I now realize relationships go through phases where you might feel off or just less passionate than other times. However, I've been feeling as though I might want to have some space. Ben was the first person I ever went on a date with and the first person I kissed and obviously my very first relationship. Before him, I had a lot of anxiety around the idea of being with somebody, um, somebody asking me out or confessing feelings of any kind. And I think I might have had and sort of still have a fear of commitment. His family and my family have very similar interests and values, and I can't seem to figure out why I feel as though I need some time apart. Sometimes I feel as though he doesn't realize how bad my anxiety is or how much it affects me. He's super sweet and supports me however he can, although I am sometimes reminded that although he's quite mature, he's also still a 19-year-old boy, so I can be quite oblivious to things. Also, his love language is words of affirmation and physical touch, and mine are acts of service and physical touch. Just a little backstory. Okay, so here's the last part of the story. While I was on my trip, I met a really cool guy. On my last stop before coming home, let's call him Josh. Josh and I became friends as he was volunteering at hostels I was staying at. So he would cook dinner and be at the reception. He was traveling from the States, stopping by different countries and eventually ending his trip in Asia. I got to talking to Josh just because he asked me where I was from and then we ended up talking all night. We became friends instantly. He came out to the clubs with us and everyone from the hostel and we would hang out a ton. He knew about Ben and asked about him, but I also just genuinely enjoyed chatting about his life. Josh is a couple years older than me and quite mature, but so sweet and genuine with everyone that he meets. He added me on Instagram before I left along with some of the others, and we've chatted a little bit since. The thing is, I think I really like Josh, and I think he might like me too. We agreed that if I ever got back to Europe and he was nearby, or when he comes to Canada, that we would meet up. The thing is, I've been thinking about Josh almost constantly since getting home. Anytime he DMs me, I get so excited and I just can't stop thinking about the great conversations we had and just how cool he was. He's someone I would absolutely want to stay in touch with, even just as friends. Now, the issue becomes, do I actually like this guy? And if so, how do I like another guy even though I have a really sweet boyfriend? Am I a bad person for developing feelings for someone else? Also, am I just overthinking this and really Josh was just a nice person and a fun person I met while I was away? It doesn't feel like this is just me being afraid of commitment and how well things have been going with Ben, but maybe I just can't tell. Sorry for the rambling and such a crazy long story. I hope it wasn't written too poorly and hopefully not too many spelling mistakes. I'd appreciate any advice that you guys have for me and I love you both so much. Thank you for reading this and honestly, it helped just writing it out. And she added photos. Um, she puts, here's a few photos. The first one is my friend and I on our trip. The second is me on my horse, Max. And the last three are of me and my boyfriend. Oh, there's no pictures of Josh. No pictures of Josh. So this is her and her be her bestie traveling okay. the world. And these other three are her boyfriend. So boyfriend. Cute. Ugh. Sorry for calling your boyfriend, Max. I see now my mistake. Um, okay, uh, lots of thoughts here. Um, you absolutely can develop feelings for someone else while being in a relationship with someone else. Um, I'm not saying that that's necessarily what's happening, but your feelings for Josh aside, it does sound like you're either 
bored of your relationship, over your relationship, or needing a break. Period. Whether Josh is involved or not. Because it just seems that way, the way you've written about it. Um, You saying that you're wanting space. You saying that he's been really busy. um, You feeling less passionate about him. Like, that does sound like that. A year and a half, at especially at that age, it's like, okay, like, you know, (laughs) I feel like I'm reaching here. (laughs) No, no, no. Rambling. I I meant to say rambling. Yeah, I think... You know, these scenarios are so hard. And I always call, like, we always call them, it's like the church camp, your church camp, like, lover. Like, yeah. I feel like when whenever you, like, work somewhere or you travel somewhere um, and you have that one person that, like, I, we all we all do it. Like, I think everyone, like, longs for a connection. So you always find that, like, one person that you're, like, oh, kind of interested yeah. in. They might not even be that good looking. And you're just, like, Literally. available. And then you come back to your real life and you're, like, Mm, no but (laughs) in your mind everything's so heightened because I think you like you have these like fantasies of these people and like you you turn it into a movie which reality can never compete with and I think that's where where we often see relationships start to struggle is when a a person who is like reality has to battle between this person that it's like this like I mean, that's so romantic. Like, oh, I traveled and then there's this guy and he was helping and then it we, is sat, we stayed up all night and we talked and we this and we that. It's like, how do you compare the two? And especially where you come into trouble is when one is giving something that you've been longing for mm-hmm. from the other person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everything is so amplified. Yeah. And I feel like it's hard to differentiate like you could really have feelings for this Josh guy like the fact that like you get butterflies when he damns you and all this stuff like you got a crush you could for sure and I don't know how like realistic that's going to be because you guys live in different countries but it could be something or it could just be this like fantasy that you've wrapped your mind into Mm -hmm. um that's just amplifying things that you don't like. So every time your boyfriend does something that you've told yourself, well, Josh would do this and you wouldn't like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you kind of like start to like unconsciously like pin things against each other. So I feel like if you're going to move forward and not regret anything that you do, you have to fully like put Josh out of your headspace yeah. and just deal with your relationship if there are things in your relationship that you genuinely feel like I don't I don't think any amount of work could fix this mm-hmm. or, you know, you complained about like, oh, he's really busy. So if he all of a sudden had all the time in the world and was devoted to me and made me feel super like heard and seen, mm-hmm. then would I be happy? Yeah, because he's really busy in college, which yeah, of course he's going to be super but busy. Like, haven't you been with a guy where like you're kind of just over it, but you start to just label You start things? to grab excuses. Yeah, you're like, yeah. well, I well, hate I how n- he does this. I never get to see well, him. I don't want that in a man that I marry. Like yeah. you start to villainize the person when in reality, it's just that you don't like them anymore. Yeah, because in reality, he's being a good student and focusing yeah. on school, like where he, what he should be doing. Fully. So I think that if you can sit and be like, well, if this did change, I would be totally happy. Mm-hmm then maybe it's worth just like pursuing, like seeing if things can change. Yeah. But if you, if all of your things that you're 
not liking were solved and you still find yourself finding other excuses, then I think maybe that's just a way of seeing like, I'm not into this anymore. Yeah. And I would be super careful doing anything rash because of Josh. Yeah. Having had uh, people that having had traveled and had major crushes, there's a specific guy I'm thinking about. Um, and I, I, I loved him. I was like, this is my person, whatever. He was traveling for like the rest of the year. Finally, I literally finagled a way to meet up with him in real life, like in real life, like he's a movie character Um, in the States at coffee. And the second I, I, this happened a few times. And every time I got together with him, because in my head, he was perfect. Well, and, and, he, and, and while traveling, he was perfect. He was so great. And those guys are really good at making you feel like you are the only person and you yeah. are you are just like the world's gift to the yeah. world. And I don't even know that that, that my my guy that uh, I'm talking about actually like did that or gave that to me. I feel like he did. Possibly. But I'm not saying I'm not going to say that 100 percent he did. But this, every time that I saw him here in the States and got coffee, it was so weird. Like he he wasn't he wasn't, wasn't the, the this, this guy yeah. that i was in love with while traveling it, it wasn't there he was just a normal dude and he was kind of it wasn't there it wasn't there no. and i can't tell you specifically why but each time i was like god you're not who i had in my head and i literally didn't date i didn't date that year at all cuz i knew i was going to end up with him cuz he yeah. was my person yep. you know and i put my whole life you know no one forced me to this was all my fault I kind of put my whole dating life on hold that year because I was determined to end up with this guy. And it's so funny how the second we got coffee those few times, I was like, oh, that was that's not it's not the same. Yeah, it's not who you were, but it is. It was all in my head. So I just I would be very careful to do anything with people. I'm not saying that it's not impossible that you you and Josh end up having a thing, but I just wouldn't alter your life entirely. Yeah especially based on that and if you were to i would hope you you've gotten together and had coffee here in the states and to see if that magic spells go yeah well and like there was there was a time in my my relationship i remember there was this guy i've probably talked about it on here before but there was this guy i was playing worship at a church and he was like the guitar player or something and i did i thought he was like very attractive but the thing was he was like oh come on like I'll show you the ropes and he kind of like showed me around was talking to me the whole day we like sat and talked for like an hour straight and he made me feel so interesting so like funny he laughed at all my jokes like he the way that our interactions were I felt like I was on an emotional high Mm -hmm. and I realized when I left I felt guilty like I was like I feel like I just cheated on my boyfriend. Like how emotionally fulfilled I let myself be from this guy. Yeah. And I remember like, but I would thank God I was able at the time. Cause dear God, when I look at this guy now, I'm like, <laughs> if I would have like, dear God, but dodged a bullet. Seriously. But I remember I went back to my ex and I sat and I told him and he was like all upset at me at first, but I'm like, no, 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 you're not hearing me. Yeah. I, you make me feel like I am the most bland, uninteresting, like you never laugh at my jokes, you never ask me questions, you never make me feel like you're interested in my life. And during that time, having someone sit across from me and make me feel smart and special and funny, like 
it did something in me. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize like I'm being like suffocated from like just trying, not suffocated, like deprived of like that affection from you. Mm -hmm. And so it, I was able to like see that. So I don't know if that's what's going on with you, but I would really take time to think about what is what is like the underlying thing? Is it just that this guy gave you a glimpse of something you want or is it you're letting your mind run or has your relationship run its course? But at the end of the day, if you make that choice, you have to deal with the consequences. Like you that's do. what sucks. You could let go of this guy. That's amazing and you could regret it, but that's a risk you have to take if you think this is just like not it for me, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, only you know the answer yeah. to all of these things. <laughs> Literally. Um, so I really highly suggest that you sit down. I would I would get Josh out of your head for a bit because he's not even here. He's not even here. He's, mm-hmm. he's literally mm-hmm. gone. So let's let's put Josh on pause for a sec and let's just focus on your boyfriend and yours relationship. And let's let's really like focus on is 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 there anywhere else or is there anything we can like fix? Is there anything we can focus on, hone in on to make this, to make me happier, to make you happier, to make him happier? Obviously, you need to understand that he's a full-time student, so he is going to be gone, and the sooner you accept that, the better. Is that going to be a problem for you? Like, you need to sit with yourself fully and tell your, find out whether or not you can handle him being gone, because he will be and should be. He's in college, you know? So I feel like focus on that, and once you have that answer... You'll know what to do with Josh. Yeah, because he could be an amazing guy, but he's just not the amazing guy for you. And that's okay, too. Yeah. Like, But I do think you've got to make that decision separate from this guy who could just be your church camp romance. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's always harder when they're not douchebags and they're actually great. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're charming and they're sweet, um, but it's just not a good fit. Yeah. Um, so if that is the case, I am sorry, because that, that's a really tough position to be in. But... I do not think you're overthinking this at all. I think that's a that's a sticky situation. No, this deserves this deserves thought. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so thank you so much for writing in and I know a lot of people can relate to that yep. in different ways. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, uh we're going to go ahead and end with a dad joke. Uh yeah. As we do. As we do. Okay. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They both, I don't know. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say they have a, a point. Do they? The tick points into the skin. Does he? The Eiffel Tower points up. Oh, okay. You know? What if I was like, that's it? <laughs> I know it's not. They're both parasites. Ah. Uh, parasites. No. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you made it to the dad joke, you already know we love you the mostest. Be sure to subscribe to our Supercast account if you haven't checked that out yet. Be sure to buy yourself some merch if you haven't gotten that yet. And uh, if you have a story that you want to write in or a situation that you need help on, you know who to call. Taryn and I. Mm -hmm. Email us at, what's our email, Taryn? Wow, it's been a minute since I thought about that. Um, Advice unsolicited unsolicited pod at at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Okay, <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. 